listeners. Okay, so this is our second week of Cheese May podcast, and we've got Camilla up in the building, we've got Berlin, we got Megan, and we're gonna just be doing a little second update on our lives and answering a few more questions, getting into some juicy dating topics. <laughs> um, we'll start with Camilla. Hey guys, um, Sunday, it was a Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, so that was really nice. We got to go out in Brickle. We had dinner at this um, restaurant in Brickle. And then um, we went to this really cool place, and I recommend everybody try it if you ever come to Miami. Um, I don't really know how to say it, but I think it's La Genapi. It's <laughs> such a cool place. Like, it's very unique, and I feel like it's um, it's kind of different, uh, a different type of restaurant in Miami. It's not like your typical Miami restaurant. You, like, go and... It's, um, you go and you pick out, like, you go up to a fridge and you pick out your own cheese, your own meat, um, to make a charcuterie board. So they make the board for you and you essentially just provide them with the, like, you know, ingredients that you want on your charcuterie board. And then you also can go to, like, this, um, wine area where you can pick out any wine that you want and then you just go up to the register, you know, pay for that, and then they take it in the back, and then um, within, like, 10 minutes, they bring out this really cute charcuterie board with, like, bread and olives and all this stuff, and then you and you just, like, sit wherever, and it's, like, all the tables are different. It's, like, very unique, and then you just, like, it's super fun. It's a very, like, chill experience and really nice. And it's, like, in the middle of nowhere. Like, you would you would never know that it's there. It's kind of hard to find. Wow. Yeah. Okay, we'll all yeah, have to we'll go, have there, to you go there, you guys. Make yeah. a mental Make a note. Mental note. <laughs> Okay, so we'll do the next update. Berlin, do you want to go ahead? Okay, so um, as Camilla say- stated last week, it was a like Valentine's Day. So um, the guy I'm talking to, he surprised me with um, chocolate, a bear, and flowers, like at around seven in the morning, uh, which is really nice because um, I wasn't expecting that. And then later on um, that day, we went out to dinner to this Italian restaurant, which was really nice. And then we, like, had ice cream afterwards and then went home. Oh, so it's pretty good wait. week. What's the guy's name again? Uh, it's Sid. Sid! Uh, what a good guy. Yeah, what a guy. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> and really then... Cute. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was so really... Nice. It was so sweet. Um, aside from that, like, just work stuff. Okay. Um, but busy. How do you feel about Sid now? You know, it's... it's I don't know. I'm the worst with, like, self-sabotaging. Um, so I like him, but I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm just taking it day by day. By self-sabotage, do you mean if it's too good, if he's too nice, you're like, wait a second, what's going on? Correct. So, like, I like my biggest fear is, like, giving my all to someone and then getting played. So I'm always like, eh. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it sounds like a good guy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's really nice. <laughs> okay, well, keep us updated. Megan, what's your update? Okay, so my Valentine's Day was not as... We didn't really do too much because um, my boyfriend actually worked, like, the entire day, like, from, like, 10 to 10. Aww. So we didn't really get to do too much, but he did surprise me. He came home with, like, a orchid because I guess he went to Walmart right after work and got me one which I thought was super cute and I had actually made dinner for him or for us so it was like kind of like 
surprising each other at the same time. So it was, it was nice, even though we couldn't do yeah. anything real, like, special or, you know, we could have probably planned some gifts out earlier, but we've been kind of busy. But um, I thought it was a really nice surprise, like, 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so cute, especially if he's working. Like, you can't, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you can't, you can't, but He's been working still. a lot. You gotta get that money. Yeah, so it was really nice. <gasps> I kind of, like, expected him. It's so funny because... Um, I have his location, and I, I'm sure, like, you guys have done this with, like, your boyfriends or whatever. You have their location up, and, like, <laughs> yeah. he sometimes takes my car to work, so I kind of, like, check on him, make sure, like, he's okay, like, when he's leaving work. Um, and so I checked that night because I was like, hmm, is something fishy going to happen? Like, is he going to go try to get me something? And I couldn't see his location, oh. and I was like, oh, this man is up to something. And I, oh, he, he came home. He had the flower in his hand, and I was like, you turned off your location, didn't you? And he's like, yep, I didn't want you to track me. Wow, he knew. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, yeah, so predictable. Wow. <laughs> so that was really funny, because I was like, why can't I, why is this not loading? Because, like, you know, when you put it on, like, with no location, it just basically doesn't update. Yeah. So it was really funny. Very sneaky, right? Very sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> my update for the week is that well first of all for last week so I was seeing someone and literally as we were recording the podcast last week um, I basically ended up breaking it off with him that exact day like we were arguing during the podcast which is why I didn't want to update it yet um, but yeah I had been seeing him and the thing about him is that he was very persistent, which is, I think, what we brought up last week. Like, um, I was, you know, very into him at first. and But I'm the type that right now in my life, like, I'm very busy with work and stuff. And I'm just very focused on, like, growing as a person. So if someone, if I'm dating someone, I want them to be a positive kind of aspect in my life and if it's causing too much stress like I'd rather not do it so within like a few days of dating him um I had told him like let's just be friends there were certain things that to me were red flags and like I just didn't think it was worth it and like a normal guy I thought would say oh yeah okay let's be friends that's cool and not care but he (laughs) pushed it and like basically ended up like winning me back I guess and So we went out a little more, and then I said it again. And even after the second time, we ended up dating again after that. So this was the third time. Um, And what's crazy is, like, last week, I honestly thought, okay, this is probably it. Like, you know, it's just not worth it anymore. Especially, like, I already went through this twice with him. But I don't know. I don't Yeah, that's my update is, like, it's kind of just off and on. So, nothing that crazy. In the meantime, I am single, though. I'm not, like, tied to him, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that's it for me. But I wanted to open up to you guys the question of persistence. Like, with this guy, for example, he's just being so persistent, and that's why I I was even dating him in the first place. And I think some girls might, or some people in general might, like that and some might not and it's like when is it too far right like that you're being persistent 
Well, I would just say that it kind of depends on your point of view because I feel like persistence from one person is like, ooh, this is like sexy, but like persistence from another person is like, ew, like you need to leave me alone. <laughs> okay, so it depends if you like the person or not. Yeah, and I guess it depends on like how they're approaching it. Um, if you have someone that's just constantly messaging you, like I'm sure everyone here has had someone that routinely will message them on Facebook or something like every year. How are you doing gorgeous? Like haven't talked to you even though you were never friends with them. Um, Wait, who's doing this Megan? (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's the same one that's doing it to you. Wait, what's his name? Just first name. Um, I honestly, this is how bad it is. I don't even know his first name. He <laughs> lived across the street from one of our friends. He's yeah, I think I know house. who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember his name. But he would, like, every year for, like, four years, he would send me a random message just, hey, how you doing? You're beautiful. Like, you're wonderful. And I'm just, like, sitting here, like, I'm never going to respond to these messages. But, like from another person where you know you have a little intrigue like you might think that you might like them maybe they're more of your type more attractive something like that i think like it'd be more sexy to have someone like really try um but at some point you know like if you're not feeling it then it just turns to the other one where you're like right alone okay and when so assuming you like the person do you think a lack of persistence is a bad thing then yes definitely like if they show no interest in you while you're putting out effort like that's like the worst feeling like i hate it when guys think like are so prideful that they don't don't want to show that they have emotion or like show that they care oh it's the worst i hate that feeling yeah it's so immature it's like you should show your feelings if you actually like like the person you know Mm mm-hmm yeah, we're like adults now. Like you should be yeah. able to like express your anymore. feeling. That's a that's a big one actually. I've noticed that with guys cuz again, I live with roommates that have been single in the past and most of them are single now. And a lot of the guys, you know, obviously we're dating are in their 20s and I remember there was a point where we were like, okay, Maybe we should date guys in their 30s just because they have some semblance of, like, emotional maturity. Um, but it really does depend on the person, I think. But then when you get into, your, like, your 30s and you're seeing these guys go after 20s girls, you're like, yeah. well, what's wrong with you that you couldn't <laughs> date someone in your 20s? And then there's that whole rabbit hole. It's true, yeah. Yeah, also... Like we're just too immature. <laughs> oh my god also like so I dated someone that was 33 I think that was the oldest that I've dated and that was like a few years ago but um, oh my god who I can't say his name because he's a listener (laughs) I swear to god I'm not gonna say his name but he knows who he is Um, but honestly it wasn't bad it's just that they're in a different place in their life like they wanted like okay I'm gonna buy this house for kids you know and you're like, wait a second, I just I'm not even graduated yet. So Yeah. I definitely dealt with that um cat. Like I talked to someone who was older and I was like, I'm not ready for kids. I'm in college. <laughs> wait, how old was he? He was about like 34, 35. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, I'm in college. This is not good. Right. <laughs> even right now though, do you think you would de- like the talk of kids, you know? 
God, no. to, to take care of myself let alone a child <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> same <laughs> yeah because we are children yeah. honestly okay so on to the next question so we have all been there on a date or you know you're dating the person already you're with them and they go ahead and say something that they think is coming off as a compliment but it's actually either insulting or just not at all complimentary so i guess megan do you want to go first the worst time this has happened to you dang okay i'm sure if there's any asian women listeners they will also agree with me (laughs) and have already gone through this situation but guys at least in high school found it i don't know like a compliment to say you're the first asian girl that i've been with Oh my god. And I don't know why in their head they think like, oh, this is a compliment, but I do not know how to take that. Like, what do you say to that? Thank you. Oh I, I don't know. It was oh just it's so weird that people think that they should say that. I'm yeah, dealt with that. So yeah, that's so rude. I, that would be nice too. Like, when I date guys, they're like, oh, you're the first black girl I dated. Oh, I've never dated a black girl. How is it? Like, it's I'm like, oh my god. Like, it's like the worst and i think sometimes they just like i don't know i don't know why they act i'm like oh my god why would you ask someone else that no you wouldn't so why are you yeah and it's like i feel like they're saying it because they want to make you feel like special but like it does the complete opposite where you're like this is making me feel very uncomfortable like yeah why do you need to point that out yeah like i've had guys like bring up the fact that i'm like latina and like basically like sexualize that you know, and just being like, like I don't know, kind of rude about it too. Like same thing, you know. They just like bring up like your background or whatever, and then they like twist it into something else. I don't know. It's like kind of rude. That's pretty bad. Like guys, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh my god. Okay. Um, mine I think would what be. What about you, Cat? Yeah, mine is um, or at least the only one I can think of off the top of my head. This was pretty recent. I was on a date, like I think last year. And the guy, it was a first date, and the guy said, you did your makeup very well tonight. <laughs> so it's, like, oh meant God. to be, like, so, so weird. <laughs> so, like, it's, yeah, I, get, I guess he was trying to compliment the makeup, but it's, like, so when he said that, I'm just, like, okay. And he could tell I was, like, thrown off, but that was probably the worst one, I think. Maybe he... He just thought you were wearing more than you were. I mean, guys, I feel like don't really know much about makeup usually. But yeah, I mean, you've never really worn a lot of makeup, so it's kind of strange. <laughs> Unless he's like a makeup artist, then okay, I get it. Did your makeup <laughs> he, like well. starts commenting, commenting oh my God. about like the brushes you use, the Morphe. And then the yeah. Eye, but... <laughs> it's like, oh, I like your highlight. <laughs> Okay, so this is more for, well, I guess this is for everyone, but we'll start with you two that are in relationships right now. Although, honestly, you seem pretty serious with Sid as well. Um, (laughs) um, Okay, so how do you get through the low points of a relationship? And this is also probably for if the longest relationship you can think of you've been in. Because, you know, that's when it starts getting tough. You're going through a tough time. Maybe you're arguing a lot or something. How did you overcome that? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I feel like for me, like whenever we get into an argument or anything, um, 
I feel like what helps is like sometimes to just like give each other a little bit of space. Um, like me and my boyfriend, like we like to be together a lot. You know, like we we get along really well. But then there's times where like we'll go through these periods of if we don't really like do anything like there was a while where we had to study like every day all day Mm -hmm. and it kind of like just caused a lot of like arguments and stuff because you know like what else is going to happen like you're inside all day like you're gonna get annoyed at each other at some point you know Mm -hmm. especially like we were like really stressed too it was like a you know a stressful time so it's kind of easy to take it out on each other but I think like sometimes just giving each other that space to like breathe and you know just going outside too, I feel like helps a lot. Like just being outdoors, I don't know why, it just like relaxes the both of us kind of. Like we can kind of just like, you know, regroup and like come back with a fresh mind, you know, a clear mind and just like talk it out. Mm. Um, you know, because I don't know, because I feel like if we just like stay inside and just argue all day, like it just makes it worse sometimes. So yeah, that definitely but it's tough. It's, you know, it's hard when, you know, you're in an argument or whatever. But I know, because you get to, there was that there whole, was that like, whole if, like, if, hold on, let me take my headphones out because I'm not going. Um, I think you can still hear me. Um, the yeah. whole thing of, like, when you start to get, you know, into a deep argument, sometimes when the other person's yelling or talking loudly or whatever their their voice is like, when they're saying their point, you're almost preparing for your point back rather than listening to them. So it ends up just that's being true. shouting for that reason. Yeah. And that's, I guess, why walking away to, you know, be able to calm down helps so much is because you actually think about the whole thing, not just yell. Exactly. Um, I would say probably just like knowing how your partner likes to, I guess, like resolve a fight. Because like with me, I've always like in relationships thought like, hey, if this person were to come over to me right now and like hug me and like just say everything's gonna be okay we'll work through it like that is my resolution usually and I will think like okay this is good like we've kind of like I guess like settled things for tonight and we can talk about this in the future like so you don't end up like going to bed angry um but with other people it kind of depends like if I were to do that with my boyfriend right now that wouldn't necessarily stop the fight for him like you definitely have to know like what they're trying to get from the argument are they trying to get like a solid answer or are they trying to just like say their frustrations and like get that out that's a good one what about you berlin um so i'm definitely working on this but i'm pretty passive aggressive (laughs) (laughs) so so, like i will drag it on i'm working like i'm working on that but I feel like for me, like definitely taking time like away from that person, just like being yeah. If you're with them a lot, um, mm. I feel like in my past relationships, I've been with that like you know just in one in one room, like just being with them twenty four seven. So just like if you're arguing with them, just take like an hour, or two hours, you know, do mm-hmm. something you like to do and just be away from them and reconnect at night um, and talk about it. Yeah. Well, it's okay. We've all been there. The past aggression. I think literally all three of us yeah, have oh been God, there. For sure. <laughs> it's hard not to do it. I yeah. Know, it's yeah. so hard. It almost feels natural sometimes, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also, I think, good if you have a partner that can hold you accountable and be like, look, you're like actually, actually not be scared to say, hey, you're being passive aggressive. Like, 
what's going on how do you feel yeah and like make it trying not to be toxic too can be hard (laughs) oh my god like i don't know why i don't know it's just like it's something i have to like consciously tell myself like don't be toxic don't be like don't be like this like it's so bad but i feel like i don't know it's like I guess another thing, this is like how to get through the low points, is actually acknowledging, I guess, and talking about every single thing, even if it's something small. I think the important thing is, did it cause some uncomfortable feeling in you? Did it cause any kind of reaction in you that you want to talk about? And if it did, even if you think it's stupid or you think it's too small and like you don't want to anger the other person... I think that's kind of the key to like actually just talk about it because if you don't, it's just going to pile on top of each other. And like the person who's not bringing up their feelings is the one that's going to eventually like bring it out in another way, I guess. And to like add on to that too, it's like um, something I kind of learned early is if you are upset about it in the moment, try to take like the night to think on it. Um, Because if you just blow up as soon as something happens, then it's not really constructive. And if you have like the night to think about, oh, should I react the way that I was thinking? Or should I even bring it up? Is it even something big enough to talk about? I think that also is like a good point because there were a lot of things that I look back on and like I would fight with my exes about. And I'm like, those were the smallest things I could have so easily let that slide it was literally nothing and that's not something that really needed to be blown out of proportion um or at least like the way you're saying it kathy is to talk about everything which i agree with but like just don't argue about everything um yeah i think also like what megan was saying is a really smart idea to do because it also kind of gives you time to maybe like talk to a friend about it or you know somebody who can maybe be like hey i think you are overreacting or you know, or actually, yeah, that's actually really wrong. You know, he shouldn't do that, you know? So I feel like that could help as well, like reaching out to somebody before you go to them and, like, blow up, you know? I was just thinking that because Kathy was talking about her situation. I'm like, Kathy literally will relay all the information to me, and I'll be like, Kathy, it's okay. Don't don't worry. Like, calm down. Like, you're fine. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, we do this all the time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, all the time. We like I will say I'm the number one to overreact, and you guys are always like, "Yo, cat, stop." <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like different being outside the situation though, because like you obviously are going through it, so we can take a more like level head like approach to it. So we definitely like being there for you, but like we can always be like that sense of reason, I guess, with like no emotions attached to it true yeah like more a more neutral point of view the wise ones yeah. <laughs> oh god <laughs> um okay so next topic no i yeah, do sorry. know you guys, are wise. you guys are wise we try we try <laughs> the top three things you look for in a guy and this came from this came from a follower of mine who i know is single and possibly is interested in some of us so Either way, he just wants to know. Some of us. <laughs> Multiple people. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so the top three things we look for in a guy. Um, anyone want to go first? I, I can go. Okay. Um, I would say someone who's selfless. So someone who's willing to help other people. Um, 
and not just me or just like strangers they see just someone who's willing to take time out of their day um, to make someone else say better um i would say loyal like i want someone to be loyal to me and only me and that comes with like you know trust and things like that and then um I would say, honestly, I'm going to switch this from kind to ambitious. Like, I want someone who's really hardworking, who's, um, you know, has a future and who's thinking about their future as far as, like, you know, what they want to do with kids and house and things like that and their career. So that's something I look forward to. Wow, good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. As we get older, like, the ambitious one, definitely. True. I nominate Camilla to go next because I'm... Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want to, like, cut you off. Um, yeah, I would say also the ambitious one, I feel like that's super important to me, you know, like I want them to have an idea, you know, with what they want to do with their future and, you know, just be, you know, a goal getter type of person, you know, um, what else? Uh, oh, also somebody who's funny. I feel like I need, like, I love to laugh. So if they can't make me laugh, then like, it's not going to work, you know, um, so that's definitely important. Um, and then my last one, I would say, like, yeah, loyal, definitely. That to me is like the number one thing in a relationship, you know. Yeah. Be loyal to each other and, you know, you're an exclusive relationship, you know, so there shouldn't be anything, you know, unloyal going on. Okay, so really quickly to add to loyalty loyalty I think also can mean not just because I think we almost shouldn't have to state you know that they're loyal in that way you know like that should almost be a given unfortunately we do have to state it because there are people that aren't but there's also the loyalty that say when you're older right and you're in a group situation with them some kind of social setting knowing that they have your back in a say you know if you're in an argument with a friend knowing that person has your back or with family, it means a lot. And that is such an important aspect of loyalty, I think. Yeah, that's so true. Megan, you I ready really... or do you want me to go? No, I'm ready. But the thing is, I really shouldn't have let Camilla go first because she said the exact order of what <laughs> no I No way. Thinking. I literally have it written down oh in front god. of me. Oh my god. I have funny, <laughs> funny smart, smart, loyal. loyal. So, so like, like funny, funny obviously like you were saying, you were saying um, I really need someone that has the same sense of humor as me um, I guess I guess everyone has their own sense of humor but like if I can like just ba- we can bounce jokes off each other and like we just there's no awkwardness and because I hate awkwardness but like if there we can just bounce jokes off each other and it goes smoothly like that is amazing that's like my number one thing um and then like you guys were saying ambitious I guess like as we're getting older like I really want to make sure that I'm with someone that has like career goals and you know like I mean it's it's not bad if you're like supporting someone obviously um but like I would want someone that has that like drive even if you know they might want a different career path than me like as long as they have like the passion to like do something and like be successful I think that's really attractive um and then I put loyal slash caring so I just, obviously, you want someone that's going to be there for you at the end of the day. So important. So true. So true. true. (laughs) I'm not surprised we put the same ones because we're, like, from the same crop, I think is the term. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> like that's why we're all friends, I think, because we understand each other. Anyway, from the same prop. Is that a term? From the same <laughs> I scene. swear it's a sofa <laughs> term. <laughs> I Cut from the same plot. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> crop? Are we I think so. <laughs> I think so. I like the crop one better. <laughs> okay, um, so mine, mine, definitely sense of humor is number one, of course, as well. That banter gotta be there. If if we aren't bantering on the first time I meet you, then like if you are too serious, oh, it's just no. Um, yeah, because um, yeah, like the majority of our lives with them, we want to spend having fun. So, exactly. so my number yeah, two, yeah, exactly. And it like people have different senses of humor too, so like it's got to match, you know, that intellectual like type of, you know. Um, and then something I learned recently is that I guess what's important to me is not only that I was thinking like, oh, let me just find someone fun, you know, that I get along with. But there's also the flip side to that is so important, I found. Emotional intelligence, I would say. Like, someone that's emotionally intelligent. So, can have, by that I mean, like, can have serious conversations. Isn't going to shy away from them. Because if you can communicate easily with them over serious topics, like, instead of making it into an argument and, like, not being able to talk, talk about your feelings or something. If you can, like, minimize the time you're doing that then you get more time to enjoy your life, you know? So I think having someone with high emotional intelligence, but also fun. And then last thing I put was just someone that inspires me. So like it motivates me to be a better person because I look at them and they're doing great things for others, you know? Um, That's a good one. Yeah, I think I wouldn't want to be with someone if I'm not inspired by them. So yeah, that's the last one. Okay. Okay. This is probably the toughest one, you guys. And I just challenge us all to be super honest on this one, okay? <laughs> um, um, oh, gosh. <laughs> the worst thing you've done in a relationship. So this doesn't have to be your current relationship, but try to actually think of the worst thing you've done. I have one. It's, I'm not a horrible person. I just want to start off with that i'm a change woman she's amazing first of all so <laughs> grown um so what so the worst thing i've ever done and this is not like my current situation but in the past like i said i've huge like i'm oh, the worst at self-sabotaging so i remember talking to someone and i was messaging their friend at the same time and the and the whole time we were dating or talking or whatever i was on like tinder and like dating apps <laughs> while dating them and one time we were laying in bed and stuff and I was on like dating app <gasps> the next person was next to me like and, oh and, it, and, and it's and the person didn't do anything wrong to me but like I don't know every time I feel like something's too good then I'm just like eh, let's see what else is out there wow. I guess commitment is just like something I'm not prepared for but yeah that's something I haven't done in my current you know situation but that's something I kind of regret because I I always think about it like what if someone else was doing that to me I wouldn't like that so mm. I shouldn't treat someone you know like that wow so, but where do you think I, that commitment fear comes from well I've dated well, talked to people in the past when I've given everything to them and then I find out they're talking to other people so I'm oh. like well I have to be ahead of that you know what I mean like wow case, um so <gasps> That's so interesting. Wow. Like I said, I've changed. I don't do that anymore. So if anyone's listening, I don't do that anymore. (laughs) It's something I (laughs) definitely, um, 
I, I regret because that person was really nice and I just really hate that I did that to them. No, but, but you can't hate on yourself. You learned from it. That's all you can do. Sure. And you're sh- able to share it. That's pretty hard. So thank yeah, you for that. Yeah, we're all dumb and young yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, so. we've done yeah. it. Everybody's before. perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're all on the same page. We're all on the same page. Yeah. Okay, I'm okay. still thinking. Who you got yours, Megan? Wants to go. I, I can go, yes. Okay. So... It actually did take me a little bit to think about this because um, I don't think I've done anything really bad in like my recent relationships, but um, like she was saying, like we were, we've done stuff when we were younger and obviously we look back on it and we're like, why did you do that? But um, I was basically, I started dating someone a, maybe like a month or two after my first serious, not sorry, serious boyfriend, excuse me, first boyfriend. <laughs> um, so this is back in high school. Um, I was kind of like a late bloomer. So like I had my like first kiss in sophomore year and my first boyfriend, I think it was like senior year of high school, maybe even junior. Um, so I had just broken up with my first real boyfriend and I was dating someone else that had um, that was at our high school. Uh, my first boyfriend was like already graduated from high school. But I was dating him, and obviously I was still a little heartbroken from, like, the first, my first boyfriend. So while I was dating him, I obviously, I wasn't, I didn't cheat on him or anything, but um, I obviously still had those feelings for my first boyfriend. And he was kind of like a player at the time where he knew that I was dating someone else. So he was, like, trying to entice me to, like, leave this guy or to, like, do something, like, cheat on him or something. Um... So he would like send me flowers and write notes to me while while I'm dating this other guy. And at some point he came to my complex and him and I just like painted near our pool, which is like, obviously it doesn't sound like like anything happened, but like, (laughs) it seems like that's like an intimate thing Mm -hmm. that you would do. Like it was like really late, like we were just painting together. And obviously I wouldn't want like my significant other to like be doing that it just looks wrong like it it doesn't feel like that's like a friendly thing to do I guess like in the middle of the night painting at a pool Mm -hmm. um but I guess that's kind of like the worst thing I've done is like have feelings for another ex an ex while I was dating someone Mm. and like be kind of I got I guess like feeding into those Mm. like like desires like oh I would still see him and like, I would obviously ask the, the guy I was dating if I can see him, but I don't think that he should have let me, to be honest. Like, that was probably He was just not trusting right. you. Yeah, and I don't think, like, even if I didn't do anything, it still, right. like, wasn't right for me to even try to put him in that position. Yeah, let me go next because mine is similar to that. Um, so I was dating someone. This was my longest relationship, and it was long distance for a while. I was in Ireland, he was in the U.S., and um, the long distance, it was the first time I had done long distance, and it was super hard, and naturally, I meet people there, because I just moved there and started, you know, it was just for, like, a few months, and I started meeting people there, and there was, (laughs) I went to this gym, and this guy, who's Brazilian, (laughs) and he was very cute, and he worked at the gym. He, like, would always talk to me immediately when I signed up. And then whenever I was there, he would, like, 
just come bring me like a towel at the pool, you know, like just little things. Um, And then one day he got my number and he asked me on a date and I actually went on the date. So this is while I'm dating the other guy. Horrible thing. Yeah, but I didn't do anything and it was because I was, you know, had restraint of some sort, but I think it was even wrong to just go on a date, you know? Um, yeah, the same situation, basically. Exactly. Yeah. So even though we didn't do anything, it's still pretty bad because we were in- entertaining something else that we knew, you know, we felt something more than, you know, friendship. So and then you feel like super guilty after. So right. <laughs> I yeah. think that's honestly why it probably didn't work out with me. And the second mm-hmm. guy I dated was that we just I wasn't like fully into it I don't know if that's how it was with you but I just wasn't like a hundred percent with him yeah and then yeah did you end up breaking up shortly after with the guy yeah I think we only dated like three months so it was relatively soon like maybe like Mm. a month or a couple weeks after that okay what do you got Camilla um okay so I would say um so one time like with one of my exes um I was dating him at the time and I like I think we all went out I don't remember exactly when it was it was an undergrad and I think I just got like a little too drunk you know without really trying to you know and it just kind of creeps up on you but this like one guy he was kind of like flirting with me a little bit and you know like you're drunk whatever and then he just like kissed me and I was like oh my god like what the heck like it was kind of out of nowhere um and I don't know like obviously like in that moment you're like holy shit like what's going on but obviously after I was like oh my god like I felt super guilty you know like even though like I wasn't the one who initiated it like I like obviously um stopped you know I was like oh my gosh like no like I you know that's like wrong whatever but I feel like I still you still feel kind of guilty because it's like oh well why else would he like kiss me or whatever but you know like I was honest about it though with my ex and like I told him what happened and and stuff so but yeah that just like wasn't my best moment and I I feel like it was a good like learning experience like just being like realizing you know that sometimes like guys may misinterpret you being like friendly for flirty you know be misreading your signals you know and then that's when they feel comfortable yeah to like go and try to kiss you or something so yeah so I just felt bad that that even happened you know I feel like men are so bold at like clubs and bars too where they would just like kiss you if they thought you were drunk and like anywhere close to touching or near them Mm -hmm. they would like go for it they just try yeah and it's like oh my gosh like was I really like being that flirty like I personally didn't think I was but I don't know that was just like I don't know so you just said how like guys misinterpret and I think that's such a big issue and I think for all of us probably that we're friendly people and it comes off all the time as being flirty when it's not it's just being friendly So I automatically end up feeling like when a situation like that happens, I feel like, oh, man, I need to change. I need to be less friendly. But I don't know, like, if that's the way we are, that's the way we are. So what do you guys think about that? Is it us that should change or should guys like, is there a way they can tell? Because they're really not not telling right now with, you know, like the difference between flirting and friendly. 
Yeah, it's so hard. I feel like I don't personally. I don't think we should change. Um, you know, it's like, why would we change if we're just in our minds, like we're being friendly, you know, so it's kind of on them, like they're if they're going to misinterpret that, like, that's their problem, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to change myself just so that guys think, oh, she's being only friendly. Like, Mm -hmm. I I honestly, I don't know, like, I feel like being flirty is totally different. Like you would like, I don't know, like grab their arm or be more touchy or, you know, like, stuff like that but if you're just having a regular conversation and like just being like kind to each other that shouldn't be taken as like flirting you know yes <laughs> i agree yeah. i'm always um smiling like i'm super friendly but i feel like guys should just know their boundaries like they should just ask like i don't think they just should just kiss you because they think <laughs> you're flirting with them they should you know ask and i think sometimes they do it just to test the waters i really do think guys do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. that's super true good point yeah i guess guys just need to and not this isn't just guys this is guys and girls and everyone but i guess there's just got to be some kind of sign they have to interpret that it's like okay she's talking in a nice way she's interested asking questions that are interested in you um but that doesn't necessarily mean she's romantically interested in you maybe she just wants to be your friend um Okay, guys, so we're going to wrap it up now. That is episode two of our Cheese Night podcast. Go ahead and subscribe, and we'll be sending out episode three next Friday. Bye.